And we are coming down in three, two, one. Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Mark. Roll Waveable Safe. <laughs> Mass Chris Massey. And the Red of a Red Baron. BK, have it your way. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of waiting for a normal Souls thing, but then I realized it wasn't here. That's why it was normal. At least I got a red eye back home, so he might jump on. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to watch this game. <laughs> Why did he get to understand that joke? What's that? Why don't I understand that joke? Oh, What's I joke? mean, it just, he just, he's on his way home. I know, but you said red eye. Well, red eye is a term for a late overnight plane. Uh, he was getting the bacon, egg, and cheese hot dog from Knuckleheads on his way home. RIP to a restaurant that was good for two years. Not even. They were good till they moved. Nah, have you been there? When's the last time you were there? I was there. I was there like two months before they moved. That was awful. All right. So yeah, I mean, I wasn't there for a while, but I remember before they moved, I was there. It was fine. Went there since the move. Terrible. <laughs> Real we're bummer. We're here. Whoa. Yes, sir. Uh, what, uh, what terrible beer are you drinking? Well, I would say this is actually a pretty good beer. Um, I didn't plan very well, um, but I did happen to have some bush on deck. Nobody else think he was going to say, hey, I'm drinking a Bourbon County. <laughs> From the me collection. <laughs> I've been doing this for the past couple of years. I go out and... Uh, And what? No, that's it. I go out. Just go out. The best part of that joke was not even finishing it. <laughs> Mark, what are you drinking? I have a. What the hell is it? Oh, it's a Budweiser. Forgot which beer I grabbed. Nice. Mass? Uh, I'm just drinking water tonight. Yay. Yeah, well. Cool if Mercer would go to sleep. <laughs> I don't think I have enough bandwidth to stream the game. <laughs> I guess I could do it on my phone. <laughs> oh, that's not. Can you guys hear me or no? Yes, now yeah. we hear you. Yeah. Well, I have a glass of red wine. Oh. Ooh, what vintage? Is vintage the right term? It's a twenty twenty three. Yeah, I actually have a twenty twenty four. It's just full grapes, <laughs> <laughs> just right off the fucking vine. I am taking a twenty seventeen. That dude's gonna get Cadillac. 
2017 Antonori Tiganiento. Bottle I had to work with today. The $95 bottle of red wine. I couldn't bring myself to. Oh, you're a little robot over there, bud. Can you hear me now? A little bit. How about now? Better. I don't know what to do. I don't know. Just telling you. I don't care if you stay a robot for the entire time. You're good now. I, I'm here. <laughs> Meat more. Uh, toast the next ones? I have two. I also have two. Which works, because Mock has none. Not true, I just gotta pull it up. I also have two. But because I said a third, that makes me a copycat. Alright. One of mine is Braves related, and one is uh, Tom Brady related. Does anybody have any of those? No. Uh, one of mine is NFL referee related, and the other one is Rams related. Alright, so I'm just gonna do both mine then. So... Uh, everybody gave the brave shit for getting rid of uh, Freddie Freeman and replacing him with Matt Olson. And uh, Matt Olson over the weekend hit his 52nd home run of the season, which uh, makes him the makes him the uh, solo record holder for most home runs in a season by a brave. So I think it worked out okay for them. <laughs> and then my other one is uh, just this crazy NFL stat page that I follow. They put one up about Tom Brady on Saturday that Tom Brady um, – Tom Brady never played a snap of football in his NFL career where he was mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. Hmm. You did see that, yes. Which is fucking nuts. Yeah, nothing fucks. Yeah, because the only year they missed was when he was a hurt, right? Yeah. Uh, no. Um... They went out of the playoffs his last year in Foxborough, didn't they? To the Titans, or was that in the playoffs? That was, that was in the playoffs. Was it? All right. Penises and butts. You know, I hate when I meant to screenshot something and I fucking didn't. It's like when you print out your stuff at work and then leave it there? I mean, pretty much. I like to imagine that the this printer is just full of his stuff, just over and over <laughs> this fucking guy keeps printing stuff out and just leaving it on his desk you're never gonna believe it steve this guy did it again <laughs> oh i believe it yeah if it's not fucking draft lists it's, <laughs> it's best baseball players of 1994 or some other stupid shit this dude's into some really weird shit dude Five years um, just wasted paper. Yeah. I have two toasts of excellence. First one is to the referee in the Seahawks Lions game, who in the middle of uh, calling out a penalty uh, was interrupted by Geno Smith and then proceeded to tell him on a hot mic, I'm talking to America here. Give me a minute. Which was hilarious. Uh, the second one is to Puka Nakua for setting the NFL rookie record for most amount of catches in a game. Uh, I believe set the record at 15 catches for a 147 yards. Nice. Hats off to him. Indeed. Um, I also have two. 
first is to um, Mike McDaniel for just being a weird guy. And, you know, I just enjoy him very much. He's funny. Um, I mean, notably in the Sunday night game, I just enjoyed that clip of him just before, you know, walking to halftime. He kind of like uh, races the camera guy <laughs> to the tunnel. That's kind of funny. And uh, secondly was uh, yesterday uh, Bartolo Colon officially retiring as a Met. Rose. It was pretty cool. <laughs> No, that he retired a Met. Yeah. Would have thought that we'd see the day where Bartolo Colon retired before Bobby Benia. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny too? When Kendall was younger, he was like an avid Bartolo hater. That is not true. Is you said well, like, why? You, why wouldn't it be true? You said, and I quote: "He's no better than Jason Bay." Now, Jason Bay, that guy can rot. But I've never had bad things to say about Bartolo. You said that he was a poor man's Jason Worth. I wouldn't give that accolade to anyone. Except maybe me. Except you with your current hair. Yeah, I am the poor man's Jason Hayworth. I have one more toast that I need Mock and, and Massey to hear when Mock's all done with his. All right. I mean, my toast, I can't find the post I was going to recite, but it's along the same lines. I'm going to uh, continue the, the good fortune I used it for last year and toast the New York football Giants. First win of the season with a, I believe it was a full 20-point comeback, but they scored uh, 31 unanswered. Or Sorry, sorry, that's incorrect. I think it was 24 unanswered. I saw this thing. Like, I'm not saying it to be mean because I have no leg to stand out about my football team because they're absolutely trash. But um, I saw this thing yesterday that made me think of you. I was gonna, I was gonna send it to you, but I was like, yeah, let me see what he does for his toast of excellence. And it was a thing where it was like, everybody has that one Giants fan friend or work colleague that's gonna talk about how they scored 24 answered unanswered points after giving up 60 straight unanswered points to start yep. the season. <laughs> I tell you, the. The roller coaster throughout that game two was not fun. Good thing it was only the Cardinals. Yeah. Short week. Get San Fran on Thursday. <laughs> Nothing better. Well, hey, I know where to cheer you up. Uh, I had a conversation with an 11 year old today that was very mean to Kendall. I'd like to hear it. So there's this. Uh... There's this uh, eight-year-old girl that lives in the house behind ours, and she's best friends with my daughter. And the moms have become close as well, as, you know, normally happens. And so every once in a while, like, I get home from work, and, like, everyone's here and hanging out. So they were all here today, and I was, I made, you know, making homemade chicken soup and stuff for dinner. And uh, I asked this kid, his name is Jacob, I go, hey, quick question. I was like, how do you know Jeff Martin? And he's like, oh, how did you know I knew him? And I was like, well, I saw you at, I saw you in pictures on Facebook on, at Cole's birthday party. And he was like, he was like, oh, like, well, they used to live next door to my friend, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, yeah, they live right over here. He was like, yeah, he goes, he goes, are you friends with Jeff? I was like, yeah, I was friends with, I'm friends with Jeff and one of the other guys that was at the party. And he was like, was it that, was it that redhead guy that clearly wants to be black? <laughs> and uh, I laughed pretty hard at that. 
<laughs> Jacob was there. Funny. <laughs> mass. Also pretty funny. No, that wasn't very funny, Mass. So, Kendall, how do you feel about that? I mean, listen, you know, it's. You got roasted. I got roasted by. Got roasted by someone who looks like they sing for Blink One Eighty Two. Well, I mean, hey, listen, lose some, lose some. That was gross, right? Yeah, that was terrible. Not as terrible as it was as like not getting invited to hang out with my one of my friends when he was in town. Didn't even tell us. Actually, I did. That that's the best part. You didn't tell me, Jack. Shit. Well, I didn't tell Mass. Yeah, exactly. For it all day on Saturday. Well, I was there for four hours, but I told you the previous weekend when I, I don't know, we were sitting underneath the tent for Amelia's birthday, and I don't know. I didn't. The whole party. So I know I wasn't there. Yeah, it, it was when all of us were sitting at the table before we cleaned up. Which, Mark, means, which means that no one listens to me, and that kind of hurts. I don't remember this. Well, Mass, unfortunately, you missed out on, on that one, that conversation. I, I, had, I had asked, yeah, I had asked Kendall to invite all the friends to a nice birthday party, and the only one that he invited <laughs> was Mark. And I was just there to help, but I didn't do yeah. much. Speaking of helping, see you, see you Wednesday, my guy. Yep. Time to close the pool. How does that work? You just splash all the water out, or <laughs> that would be kind it's, of fun. It's very similar. What you do is you just sit there and you tell a bunch of bad jokes in front of the pool and hope it ships down. Yeah, I'd be pretty good at that then. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Vinny's bring Vinny's buying everybody who shows up a free eighteen rack of high life to help. These uh, these cleanups are pretty cool, huh? <laughs> yeah. Why you want to come? Well, I mean, uh, you know, to help some people out and, you know, the, the idea that you might get an 18 rack of high life is uh, pretty cool, too. Not as much not as much fun as when me and Mako, go, hey, he fell for it, and then not show up and you're there just to do it by yourself. I've had situations that happened, you know, you're just kind of driving by, you know, saying hello. Hey, why don't you help me do this thing real quick? Yeah, I think the push- best one um, was actually one that I did. The treadmill? <laughs> <laughs> that was so fucking funny. Have you ever heard that story, Mass? Yep. All right. So, a few years back, my father-in-law got a treadmill and an elliptical, right? And he was like, "Hey, I need some help, like getting these into the house. Like, we we don't have guys." So I was like, "All right, I obviously can't do it myself." So Kyle was over Kendall's house. I was at this at the time. I was living with my uncle. I was like, "Hey, listen." Are you guys free? Like, can you help me move these things into the house? All right, cool. And they were like, all right, we'll be there in a few minutes. Or or I think Kyle told me, I'm sorry, Kyle told me, I'll let you know when we leave. Didn't hear from him. Show up at my in-laws a little while later. Kendall and Kyle just left. Things are in the house. (laughs) Yeah. They were less than enthused. That's it's all right. I have to imagine Kyle is slightly at fault just because 
he's a bad communicator. That was the thing because I told I was like, "Let me know when you guys leave, and I'll meet you over there." And he that was end of communication. Showed up, it was already done. I don't get me wrong, that was cool, but you know, I get it. Drove past there one time to say hello. He had somehow your father-in-law that is uh, procured these giant flower pots from somewhere. Yeah, I remember that. And uh, I was there, you know, just by chance to say hi and ended up moving those out of the truck. You know, something, something you know, could just, you know, been avoided by not saying hello. But, uh... Yep. And those were pretty heavy. <laughs> Boy, I don't say hi to people anymore. <laughs> you never know when someone might need help. It's the worst. Yeah, crack beers, by the way. And, uh, yeah, alright, so what do you guys want to talk about? I got a quick Anything? shot trivia for you guys. Oh, yes, 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 like regular reputable brands. No, but I'm saying like, 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 so does the Hershey bar and the Hershey bar with almonds count as two things? So, not not those. So non non Hershey like no not candy bar type items. Okay, so fine. Does the Reese PC and the Reese's cup count as two separate things? No. So so Reese's is just one thing. Yes. I'm not understanding your accent. <laughs> oh, sorry. Does Grenben's count as one thing? <laughs> yes. All right, hold on. That one was second. an annoying Kyle phase. <laughs> I'll come up with the. I'll come up with an answer. I'll be right back. Okay. Thirty-five. Can you repeat the question? All right. How many product items does Hershey make that are not candy barred items? I can change my answer to 18. Are we counting Hershey syrup? Just a candy consumable. Not to say that you couldn't have that, but it's not traditionally... So I'm confused. I don't understand. Hershey's... Well, so, but you're saying like non-candy bar options? Hershey's Kisses but, are non-candy bar. But like... That kind of thing. M&M's. But like, That's not right. a candy bar. Also not Hershey. Right. I, it's an example. Well, so, that's what I'm, so like... Is the M&M and the peanut M&M, are those two separate things, or is just M&M's one thing as a whole? It would be one thing as a whole. So, Hershey has these brands underneath their parent, you know, being the parent company, that don't... Big chocolate. Right. That don't, like, have a candy bar option. 
How many of those under the Hershey umbrella exist? So how many Hershey brands outside of Hershey? 31. Yeah, I was going to go on the higher side myself. Um, Fifty-seven. And Massey, did you have one? Said eighteen. Eighteen. Oh, Massey, uh, I have a, I have another toast of this excellence, Mass. Yeah, what's our answer? In the so everyone is over by a lot. Massey's the closest. There's one, two, three, four, five. All right, so Kendall didn't ask the right question. So it's the Cadbury Cream Egg, Milk Duds, Rolos, the York Peppermint Patty, and Whoppers. So, but Reese's isn't a candy bar. I can't find that as a candy bar. Reese's isn't a candy bar. So I think... <laughs> I think, but, like, Reese's is made in, like, the same facility that, like, the rest of the Hershey products are. Like, I think it's, that's, like, the co-brand. It's a brand of Hershey. Oh, which like, just is a success. Hershey is the brand, Reese's is a sub-brand. Hey. I don't understand your question. I don't think you asked this question correctly. <laughs> so, can you ask the question again the way that you wanted to ask it? Ask it one more time. All right. Under the Hershey umbrella. Okay. How many companies that make a non-candy bar exist? And you said the Cadbury Cream Egg, Milk Duds, York Peppermint Patties, and Whoppers. And what about Ro Twizzlers? And Rolo. <laughs> They're under the Hershey Company. Did you say chocolate? I thought I did. did oh, then chocolate. never mind. Let's say if you said chocolate, then it doesn't count. But if you didn't, then like Twizzlers would count. I don't know because I don't think Reese's bar, Reese's peanut butter cups are a candy bar. Hershey's Kisses aren't a candy bar either. They're closer to candy bars than not. Well, I mean, the only thing I could think of is that like these other candies that were mentioned are kind of like their their own thing, and they're they're kind of like standalones. I mean, maybe Cadbury, maybe they make other things but like Cadbury chocolate bars because I buy them for Samantha every Easter and York peppermint patty also makes candy bars those I mean, are the worst <laughs> those yeah. are bad you know who you know you know who what family member is York peppermint patty's the favorite candy who Larry you know Picks what yeah guy buys hundred dollar shoes and doesn't pay people for them well, I mean, if you're going to ask someone to buy you shoes, ask the guy that's not going to ask you for the $100. <laughs> like, nah, we're cool. We're cool. Watching that money just get spent in Philadelphia. It's going out of style. 
I'll wager your toast of this excellence. Uh, Apollo finally caught on, and they're cutting me off tomorrow at two, at two in the morning. Caught on to what? They, I haven't been rebuilt since I signed up three years ago. Oh, that's very funny. I've been using Apollo for three years with one year of subscription, <laughs> and I just got a notification on my TV today that was like, "Hey, your 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 stuff expires in like sixteen hours." That's very funny. And I'm like, "Oh, well, damn." <laughs> Are you renewing it? I don't know. Still a really good run. I mean, I probably will at some point. I don't know. I got to talk to Massey because, like, the 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 app, like the website that I went to to like originally went to is not the same website that when I searched it re- like recently I I got. So I got to figure out, make sure I'm signing up for the right thing. They spell Apollo weird. There's a lot of B R A Z Z. Yeah. No. Don't worry about that one. That one's on auto renew. <laughs> they don't need to call. I send every every time I get new checks, I just send them a full book and go here and make one out every year. <laughs> Any number. All right. My my shot trivia. Uh no price is right rules, just the closest. How many years in Tom Brady's career. Do you think he led in quarterback rating? So in 22 years, how many years do you think he averaged the highest QBR for the season? I'm just going to pre-pour that shot now. <laughs> right. Millions. Millions. Anything. Yes, we heard you. I'm going to go I'm going to go with 8. Okay. Where did where did we land prices right wise? Yes or no? No prices right rules, just All right. I mean, I guess it doesn't make a big difference cuz I I had the answer out of the gate. I was going to go 7. All right. We'll say Kendall said eight. I was going to say five. All right. Massey is correct. Am I really? You're the closest. The correct answer is two. Really? Damn. I I didn't think it would be that high. He had one, two, three, four, five, six. He had seven years of over 100 and then a handful of other years where he was above 95. His lowest was his rookie year. But then outside of his rookie year, the lowest was uh, besides last or uh, his rookie year, his lowest year was 2008, which he only played like one game, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like one drive of a game. And even then, his, complete, his, uh, his rating was still an 83.9. He went seven for eleven for uh, seven for eleven for seventy six yards. No touchdowns, no picks. But uh, yeah, so there you go. The two years he won it was he won it in two thousand ten with a hundred and eleven, and then the undefeated year he won it with a QBR for the season of one seventeen. 
Then he lost in the Super Bowl. Fuck him. Nice. <laughs> now, Mock, I have a question. Would you would you give that Super Bowl back? Let the Patriots beat the Giants, but the rest of Tom Brady's rings become the Giants' rings. Oof. The answer that, is not a good yes one. to that. Then you're just wrong. <laughs> so basically, you either you either keep that one or you get you get six more. <laughs> yeah, but then they have that undefeated season. But who cares? But then you have six more. Man, but they have that undefeated season. Oh my god, you don't even hate the Patriots that much. Well, that's not true. You hate the Patriots more than you want the Giants to win six Super Bowls? No, no, no. Listen, I, of course I'm taking the extra rings, but I'm just saying, then they have that fucking perfect season. Yeah, but I mean... Oh, what? It would but matter then you more... you have more Super Bowls than them. I think it would matter more if you're like a Jets fan or a, another AFC East f- fan, but really, it's no consequence for you. Even if that deal was for the 49ers, if they were in the same position, yes, I'm taking those other six seasons or those other six rings. Listen, I said I'm taking them. No, yeah, but you hesitated too much. You're in trouble now. The mass is going to get you. <laughs> well, get a mess. When the next time I see him in eight months. Yes, yeah, sorry. I, I don't show up to things, so. <laughs> also, so not counting his. So if you take away his rookie year and you take away his... I was looking at these Tom Brady stats when I saw this thing. If you take away his rookie year and the rear year he got hurt, that gives him 20... You're just a step to the... What? Nothing really stupid. Patrick Mahomes joke. I'm very sorry I'm interrupting. Please continue. Oh, no problem. All right. Uh, if you take away his rookie year and the year he got hurt, that leaves 20 seasons of football. And he was he was voted to the Pro Bowl 15 out of those 20 times. And I'm just kind of, like, surprised. I thought it would have been, like, 19. Like, I figured, like, I don't know if he was voted there, like, last year or not. Because, like, he had kind of a whatever year last year for him. But, like, he wasn't voted to the Pro Bowl in, like, quite a few of those years. I'm just surprised. Hmm. Well, it's not that he wasn't voted. Remember, a lot of the years that he would have gone, he declined to go. No, 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 no. These are... Yeah, but you're you're still a Pro Bowler, right? Like he got he, 15 out of the 20 years, not counting his rookie year and the year he was hurt. He was mm-hmm. voted to the Pro Bowl regardless of if he went or not. Gotcha. Like the past few years, it kind of makes sense a little bit, just because, like the last few years of his career in uh, New England, because like that you had the excitement of. Lamar Jackson was coming up, you know, that Patrick Mahomes was starting type of thing. But still, I mean, like. It is anyway. surprising. Yeah, so. There you go, Kendall. Yeah. I don't know why you hate Tom Brady so much, Kendall. Listen, uh, time has moved on. I, I can't really, you know, hate him the same way I did anymore. It's kind of just over. I, What's I, the best thing this weekend, Mock? I'm sorry? What's the best thing that happened to you this weekend? Um, I mean, this weekend, went to my niece's birthday party. That was cool. Wednesday, Adam's themed. Yeah. Uh, Giants won. Lost in two fantasy leagues. <laughs> Pretty boilerplate. 
Yeah, I got smoked by Kyle in fantasy this year, this week. Oh, I got beat pretty good. Yeah. Lost to Kendall, which hurts even more. Oh, and then that uh, other league in our friend league. What other league? Wait, what are you talking about? I'm playing Pat. Hey, you played me. Oh, sorry, I got the names confused. <laughs> Thought I lost to Kendall, and I was like, "Fuck." Pretty cool that you say that, you know. <laughs> yeah, I've had some bad years, but, you know, I've had a couple of good ones I put together as of late, put, like, some respect. Yeah. I tell you what, Massey, Massey's doing, uh, was doing pretty good in Pickums until this week. <laughs> yeah, I was, it's funny. I was just looking at that, and I was like, ooh. Get <laughs> a, a bad end of the week here, Mass. Did I? Yeah, you, you have 44 points. You got you got your 15-pointer, your 13-pointer, your 12, your 11, your 10, and your 6 all wrong. Unfortunate. Yeah. All right, though, I think... Please don't stop doing the pickums. <laughs> I'm done for the season. <laughs> then, then do me... Just, just go in and fill them no, all in not. now. I already did. I'm yeah. done for the season. Massey, I told Massey to do that. Everything's I... already selected. I all mine are done for the year. I do it. I do it. The what I do is I pick the Thursday night game, and then while I'm for the opening game of the season, and then while I'm watching the opening night, I pick the entire season, and just I don't care about injury. If I think about it, I'll go and look, and you know maybe make some changes based on what's been happening in the NFL. But I just make all I just make all the picks because then then I mean here's the thing: worst case scenario, they're all really bad picks, but at least I'm going to get a point somewhere. Okay, I don't know. I just wanted to say that. And what's the best thing that happened to you this weekend besides going to Jeff's party? Um, Jeff's son's party. Um, yeah, it looked like in all the pictures you and Jeff were having a good time, though. Well, I mean, I did have a good time. You know, you, you go and you know you don't be a dick about it. Yeah, you, you go and you have a good time. I don't know. Um, best thing that happened. Finally, like, got ahead on the week. You know, ever there's the grand plans. Oh, hey, I'm gonna get these lunches made for the week. Get the the stuff cooked. So I don't have to do anything. And finally, got that done for the first time of ten million times saying I'm gonna do it. Finally, got ahead on the week. So felt pretty good. So does that mean you just got tomorrow's crank in today? Oh no! Listen, that's recreational. That's uh, that's not like making a, a sandwich the day before. That's uh. You know, that, that, that's, you know, that's like, you know, g- giving the dog water. You, you got to do that at an as-need basis. <laughs> and this These dog needs it. <laughs> <laughs> Getting pretty tired of these wisps, Paul. Yeah, I understand. I understand. I actually fired Arceus, Arceus up for the first time in a long time and caught, like, three shiny Pokemon in, like, an hour. Nice. Yeah. I went through and completed some dex entries, and then there was a mass outbreak, so that, like, automatically increases your chance by, like, 100 billion percent if they have them done. Uh, Massey, what's the best thing that happened to you this weekend? What? I've done done fucking nothing for these last two weekends. 
How was the painting? Uh, Ashley's doing the painting because she doesn't let me paint. Nice. Lucky. Kind of been sitting here just twiddling my fucking thumbs. Should crank a couple out. Did that got bored <laughs> after the fourth time? I'll drink some more water. I didn't say it couldn't anymore. I said I got bored. Just mix a hot batch. Uh, my, mine's tied. I had two really good things that happened to me this weekend. Um, one was, uh, I had a, I had a really good time playing, uh, disc golf in Manchester with, uh, mock Kyle, Pat and Massey on Saturday. Um, that was a lot of fun. You know, we, we figured, you know, what should we do? And we realized we weren't invited to this birthday party that Kendall was invited to. He didn't want to tell us that he was in Wallingford. So we decided to hang out without him. Nice. Do you know how hurt Kendall would be if that was a real story? Kendall would be so pissed. I tell you, I think it would have been funnier if we said we went to Orange. I tell you, I'm pissed at the hypothetical. Yeah. You're not. It was like he came here and we all went to Orange. <laughs> like, well, sorry, bud. <laughs> Eat it. Uh, no, best thing that happened to me this weekend was the surprise of getting a PS5. As an early birthday gift. It was pretty funny getting that text, like, you know, hey, uh, Samantha's pretty cool. And we're like, well, why? And then she sent us that picture. Well, it was funny because I texted Mass, too. I was like, I was pretty impeccable timing because I called Mass a little note because on Friday, on Thursday was when the new no, model came you out. You called me that day to tell me. Yeah, so the, well, yeah the thir- on that Thursday, the day I got it. I mean, I know it didn't happen over the weekend, but I consider it part of the weekend. I texted Massey. I called Massey and I said, "Hey, you're the only person that would really appreciate this besides me. I bought I bought the new Mortal Kombat game, even though I don't have a PS5 because I wanted all the downloadable content." And uh, then, you know, three hours later, we were at Walker's house for dinner, and Samantha pulled the PS5 out and said, "Happy early birthday." So it was cool. Cool indeed. It was funny. Um, at at my niece's party. When uh, Samantha was there and we're talking to Marissa, and we we're talking about, it, I looked at Marissa. I was like, "Yeah, so you should probably step your shit up, huh?" <laughs> and that did not go over well. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, Kendall, you want us to do a one week or a one minute opinion on on the game from week two? Yeah, kind of like how we did last week, just your, your thoughts on your team's game. I figured I'll just pick a random game from the weekend since the Steelers are playing right now. And then, uh, yeah, just your thoughts. All right, Kendall, go first. All right, uh, since Pittsburgh is playing right now, um, I'll do the, the Titans-Chargers. Um, game that was very uh, high scoring. Uh, I, I just I, I cannot believe how a team could have no turnovers and put up 50 combined points in two weeks and have no wins to show for it. We talked about it last week. I just, I hate Brandon Staley as a coach. I I just, I don't see them turning around. I think the team is too talented and it's like the Chargers of old. They're going to have all this talent and win, you know, have, have no championships to show for it. Uh, I mean, no discredit to the Titans. Titans kind of look the way they did last year, you know, Tannehill kind of turned it around. Derrick Henry's running the ball pretty well. Uh, it's just 
to me, it's it's the Chargers should have won that game, and I think it's 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 poor clock management, it's poor decision making, and it's not even on the players. I think it's just it's it's just bad coaching. So Staley's got to go. End of rant. I didn't time myself, but it was maybe forty <laughs> seconds. Man, I just think Justin Herbert is starting the the Matt the Matt Stafford arc, essentially. Funny, I saw a thing about that today. Hopefully, it's the same ending for him as Matt Stafford's, but I don't know. It's tough. It's like. Like I get that the coaching should like I, I I don't know like the coaching should be great I'm not gonna sit there and say it is, but it's like at the same time it's like I don't know like like you said they go up and they put up all these points and whatever but it's like what what about this fucking world renowned defense they're supposed to have like where's Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa and Derwin James like why are they giving up the why. If they're scoring fifty points in two weeks, why are they giving up sixty? Yeah. So Sale is supposed to be like a wonder kid. No, I understand that, but like at the same time, at the same token, we see it on the flip side of it all the time too. It's like, you know, like you usually like poor, like like usually when you have like good player playing, like good players doing good things with bad play calls, like that's what you normally see, type of thing. Like, you blame it all on the coaching, but it's like the players aren't, like, doing enough either, though. Like, I don't know. I no. expect Joey Bo- I, I Regardless of what the defensive scheme and play is, I expect Joey Bosa to get to the quarterback ten times a game. I mean, you are right. I mean, it has to fall, like, a, a little on the defense because they're the ones giving up the points. And there are namesakes, household, like, players with household names on that defense, and they're, like, they're not getting it done. Uh, I don't know. I, I I'm, I don't know. I just have this like this personal grudge for some reason, and I and I, I said it last week that 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 loss to Jacksonville in the playoffs really just made me so mad because it was just it was. I, I just don't understand how it happens, and it just I don't know. It's, it feels it feels very similar these first two weeks of the season. Yeah, I don't know. They're, they're, we, I mean, we've said it before. They're going to be the team that, you know, probably consistently makes the playoffs, but will never do anything with it. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, that's just what they're going to be. It's just one of the like from like like their defense is like on paper more talented than their offense, and yet like, you know, like I know they had five sacks against Tennessee, but like they should have more than that. I, I think they'll come a time, you know, they'll make a AFC championship game at some point, you know, and, and they'll lose like Phillip Rivers did. Like, it, it's just, I, I don't think they'll, they're, to me, like, they're never going to be better than the Chiefs. Um, No, they're going to be just like, the, they're going to be just like the old Chargers. They're going to be, the, yeah, they're going to be the fourth or fifth best team in the division at all times. Or in the conference at all times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a shame, too. I mean, you figure, you know, Eckler is on the back end of his career in a way. Keenan Allen, same deal. And, I mean, (laughs) Gerald Everett. (laughs) 
All right, Mark. Yeah. I mean, you kind of already did a little bit, but why don't you give us a uh, give us your rundown on your on the on your your New York Football Giants? So, the Giants game. I mean, for anybody who watched, it was probably one of the most like tale of two half games I've probably ever seen. In, in the first half, the Giants looked like a high school team that I mean, I could not stop a thing. James Conner was running all over them. Josh Jobs looked like a fucking all pro and and it wasn't good. And they were down 20, 20 to nothing going into the half. And then whatever changed, whatever adjustments were, I mean, it it just sparked. Jones came <laughs> Jones came out and and was running and throwing the ball well and and Darren Waller was all over the place. Uh Hyatt had a couple big catches and then Barkley just was almost unstoppable. He was running hard and uh, unfortunately get gets hurt at the end. Um, yeah, they said, but they said like three weeks, right? It looks like it. I mean, I got to imagine they're not going to rush him and whatnot, but you know, um, it's it just, it, it's a good win. Like, of course it's good to win a game. Um, but who they play Thursday is not going to let them come back from a 20-point deficit. Like, they they can't allow themselves to get in these holes where they're down 20 points at the half and now have to just push aggressive. to. to it, they're not going to be able to do that pretty much the rest of the year. The rest of their schedule is, is, isn't easy. I mean, there's winnable games, but... They're they're playing a lot of good teams and and they just can't do that. Um, you hope that they they have to do something with running back. I mean, Brita can't be the the one back. Um, I don't know if if like they they just bring in a veteran guy for the few weeks to kind of cover the the gap, but they I think they got to do something. Um, first half sucked. <laughs> It was, it wasn't good. But I, I say it all the time. You know, I gotta sit and suffer for three hours every Sunday. <laughs> I can't turn them off. And this week it panned out. It, all right, good win, Matt. Massey. The Massey. The Buco's in the oven. <laughs> Chris, Christopher. All right, I guess I'll go. Um, the Bears have somehow gotten worse since last year. Uh, they're bad. They're just bad. They're a bad team uh, in every facet of the game. Uh, the defense can't stop a nosebleed. They refuse to play. Uh, they re- they refuse to play defense on third and longs, so they're consistently giving up. Uh, Consistently giving up big plays and in, in, in situations where they could be getting stops, um, their their run defense is non-existent. Uh, the offensive line cannot stop anybody from getting to the quarterback, and when they do manage to buy three seconds of time, Justin Fields decides he's got to look at every single receiver, every running back, every tight end, and six people in the stands before making a decision. So. He gets sacked for minus 10 yards because 
He's taken forever to figure something out, then decides to take off and has nowhere to run but backwards and gets tripped up and knocked down. Uh, the coaching has been kind of just whatever on all sides of the, the, the ball. Uh, you know, DJ Moore got really involved and, you know, had a hundred yards receiving season or receiving a uh, game, which was, you know, good. It was just a, a you know, an, a, another, just a poor performance for the Chicago bears. Uh, their running game was, you know, terrible. I think Justin Fields finished with three rushing yards. Khalil Herbert, I think managed to get 35. Um, they can't run. They can't pass. They can't pass protect. They can't run block. They can't run. They can't stop the pass. They they can't do anything. They, they've gotten significantly worse from last year, which is surprising. Um, I mean, the best player on their team really is is the is the kicker. You know, the the one thing kind of between the Lovey Smith era and now that was really like a humongous thorn in their sides at all time was that they could just never get a good kicker ever since they got rid of the Robbie Gold era. And, uh, you know, the double doink and all that stuff. And now they got a kicker that does good things, but he's never in field goal range because they're just three and out all the time. They're, uh, they're pathetic. I mean, they're just, you know, it's, they're, they're so bad that I actually don't really care about not watching the game, which, you know, if it makes me a bad fan, it makes me a bad fan. I'll take, I'll take it. It is what it is, but it's, uh, you know. Like Mock said, you know, you sit there for three and a half hours and suffer. It's, you know, three and a half hours is a long time. I got a lot of stuff to do. And to sit there and watch it, watch my team just get decimated and, and make poor performance after poor performance is uh, is rough. I mean, you know, the quarterback is not – the quarterback's not panning out. He's not he, – he's, he's not playing well. He's not, he's not doing good. He just looks like another classic NFL – Ohio State quarterback that's going to be a dud um you know it's one thing when it's it's one thing when he's not making or when he doesn't have the ability to make it's one thing when he doesn't have the ability to make decisions because he's always pressured but when he's in the pocket he 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 just he he doesn't he doesn't want to he doesn't have the ability to, to sense where pressure's coming from he can't time how long he has to get rid of the ball he, he sits and watches, and then he runs when he has to. But by the time he has to, it's too late because he can't time it, and he gets sacked. The, the quarterback's not doing anything good. The running game is atrocious. Everything everything on that team from top to bottom is, is abysmal. It, they're, they're the worst team in the NFL, and it's not close. Um, you know, will they be the worst team in the NFL after 17 weeks? Probably not. You know, may, maybe not. Maybe maybe some, they'll have they'll, – I'm sure they'll have a game here or a game there that'll click. They'll have a game here, a game that you know that'll click and they'll do some stuff. But uh, they they after two weeks of the NFL season, they they are by far and away the the worst team in the NFL. I had that game on uh, until like, the internet was starting to get crabby, so I, I I had probably a quarter and a half of uninterrupted, and I just didn't really have to say. It's it's like Fields has regressed, and I just. <laughs> He hasn't regressed. He just he, there's no regression. He has been a he's been a bad passer his whole NFL career for as long as it's been. But the question was always, oh, if we get, if we give him some weapons and we let him do his thing, you know, like maybe he'll maybe we'll see stuff that we haven't been able to see. And you know, sure, I'm I'm sure if he had a better offensive line, he'd have the ability to maybe be a little better. But 
they're just, you know, that's where the front office comes in. The front office has been terrible. The general managing and the, the head coaching and the, the ownership has been terrible. They, they had, you know, there were three big ticket offensive line, you know, choices to make this off season. And, and they didn't go after or really even get aggressive at any of them. They, they went out and spent all their money on defensive players that have been, honestly, the defense has just been worse than last year. Jermaine Edmonds is non-existent. Yannick Ngakwe has been non-existent. The other guy from Philly has been non-existent. Eddie Jackson, that was a terrible contract. You know, in hindsight, they should have never given it. And um, there's and and the ownership is just makes poor decision after poor decision. Uh, they're just a bad franchise, top to bottom. There's just there's no way around it. From ownership all the way down to cleaning staff, they're they're terrible. Bad for a long time. They're gonna be they're gonna be bad for a long time. I uh, guess uh, regress would not be a, a fair. But I mean, I just feel like that it's just he's just been the same. It just it's a you see a quarterback who's just the same. It's not even the same because he's not making plays with his legs. At least last year he was rushing for a thousand yards in a season. There was something exciting, even if you were watching the game and you knew that they were going to lose. Like, like next week. I mean. A bad fan. I'll wear that sign proudly. I have no ambitions on wasting three and a half hours of my day watching them get slaughtered by the Chiefs. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is going to probably throw for 400 yards. He has a vendetta against the Chicago Bears because, you know, uh, so somebody in the organization promised him that they were going to draft him and didn't. And it's, you know, he takes it to heart because, you know, it's really, you know, his life has really been so difficult in Kansas City, I guess. Um, but, uh, he, you know, he really takes it to heart and he's not going to let up and, uh, they're, they're, they're going to, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I have no ambitions to spend three and a half hours watching that game next week. Really the, 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 the biggest game of the season for me is really going to be when they play the Panthers in like week 12. Cause we'll see if, uh, we'll see, we'll see which, which pick is going to be the, the highest bears pick, the, the Panthers pick or the bears pick. <laughs> Hey, just a question. What just happened to Nick Chubb and Minka Fitzpatrick? I uh, don't know. I'm not watching that game. I, I looked up because I and I have the sound off and I looked up and I saw that they said Chubb got carted off and Fitzpatrick was down. They both got hurt on the same play. And like they weren't showing the replay on TV. So um, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not sure I can't get the game for some reason. Sure that his leg is shattered because even on Twitter they're saying don't show it. Here, hold on. I'm going to see if I can find it real quick. I mean, I saw a play in the game. They showed like a like a highlight thing. Like it, it looked like it, I thought it was Chubb. Like caught like a pass. He got blown up, hit like really hard and fumbled. Minka Fitzpatrick. It looked you know could have been the guy that picked it up, and then he got absolutely leveled on the return, and he refumbled it. I I don't know. I didn't see the play. I, I just happened to look up, and I saw. And I was like, "What the hell happened here?" Uh, Mass, you care to give a quick, quick one minute? Give me a second. I'm trying to look at the. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not watching that one. First thing when you search Nick Chubb, uh, Ron Slay on Twitter. Damn, 
rest or uh, damn pray hands pray hands Nick Chubb. Oof. Uh, it it doesn't look that graphic. Um. So Rams coming to this game having lost eight straight in the regular season to the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers like to play ball control against the Rams. It's the way that 49ers play against everybody is just keeping the ball out of Stafford's hands and making sure that they have no time on the clock to go do anything in their relentless defense. Um, Rams played uh, against the 49ers like they did against the Seahawks. The young kids played like they had an attitude, uh, which is something this team has lacked over the last couple of years. the offensive line um, looked renewed and uh, was actually moving bodies around uh, until Joe Noboom went down early in the third quarter, maybe. Uh, they kept Stafford, for the most part, pretty free. Um, Stafford was wheeling and kneeling all day long, uh, had one bad pass that was intercepted uh, while he was under pressure in the pocket. Uh, his other interception was a tipped ball that hit the receiver right in the hands. Um, defense, again, is very young, uh, needs to work on uh, wrapping up tackles and actually uh, finishing the play. Uh, some positive um, output by some of the young players that they have in uh, Byron Young, their edge rusher out of Tennessee. Um, Overall, while it's not surprising that we lost to the Niners for the ninth straight time in the regular season, it's the competitiveness I haven't seen us play the Niners with in a while, excluding the NFC Championship game. This is the most competitive I've seen against the Niners in the regular season in a while. Yeah, I mean, they look good. They look good. I like what they got going on. And you figure they're only going to get they're only going to get better when they get cup back. It's certainly going to be interesting. That uh, the receiver with a funny name, Ukunikua. <laughs> I mean, what a what what a fun like two weeks has been for him. I mean, yeah, pretty pretty enjoying it. I don't know enough of like NFL history to like those players who kind of jump out to those monster two weeks, how they kind of finish on the year. You know, I, I feel like a lot of them kind of just kind of fade away as the year goes on, but hopefully keeps up good production. So that'd be a good story. Or it's not a good story. I don't know. You know, you know, screw me, right? I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to find this video. I think that uh, Nicola is definitely going to come back down to earth pretty soon. But Stafford has a habit of feeding uh, receivers uh, oh. to make them look better than they are. Uh, I don't think that uh, Nicola is a bad receiver by any means. I certainly think he's uh, shown um, a lot in his ability to. Uh, learn from Cup and really uh, emulate a lot of what we see uh, Cup do on the field every week. Um, I don't think he's ever going to be a triple crown winner, 
but I also wouldn't be surprised to see him earn a Pro Bowl at some point. I mean, I, I've seen like the highlight packages, but I don't really know enough to make an informed decision or 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 statement. What what would you kind of like? What kind of receiver is he? Is he like the, like the Julian Edelman style, where he's kind of just playing slot, or is he kind of just? Oh uh, no, he's he's making catches all over the field. He's a big body kid. Uh, I've seen him win contested box out. And pretty much the only catch I haven't seen him make is a jump ball 50-50, and I'm sure that's coming at some point. Paul Kendall, do you guys want to see the video? I saw yeah. it. I didn't see. I don't that. even think it yeah. looks that it, bad. It's it's not good. I can't even see what happened. Well, I'll I'll send you the one I just saw. Sure. Because it's it's a better angle. Um, Chubb Chubb's leg is toast. Did it snap in half? No, it's 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 all knee. I mean, you'll you'll see. I just sent it. You'll see it. Um. As he steps, like his foot's planted, defender comes oh. in to kind of go low. Yeah, yeah, that's different angle than I. I, blah, 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 blah. I don't know because they said Fitzpatrick was hurt on the same play. I didn't see anything to hit, so I don't know if his was that bad. Uh, Fitzpatrick is the one who did that. Man, oh man! Yeah, knees don't bend that way usually. Generally not. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess props to ABC for not showing that replay, but yeah. So like, it, the, like I'm reading the closed caption, like they just showed the replay in the stadium and everybody groaned. Yeah, that's pretty graphic. What a bad week to be a running back owner in fantasy. <laughs> that is my third running back to go down this week. <laughs> yeah. Ow. Um, yeah, that's not going to feel good tomorrow. Do you somehow feel like this might be Kendall's fault? Oh, it is. It is. It but, always is. But uh, speaking of which, uh, who's your guys' fantasy heroes and bums this week? Uh, bums are pretty much my whole team. <laughs> yep. Yeah, your team sucks. <laughs> didn't, ha- didn't have a great week. Well, if you could highlight one guy who's the bum of all bums. Justin Fields. Mm. Let's see. This week for Mock? Uh, his biggest bum would probably be Calvin Ridley or... Well, I mean, the bu- the, the overall fantasy bum of the week was Alexander Mattinson. Yes. He was the bum of the week. I think he scored most people, like, three points. He well, lost. the Giants' defense was a bad play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but defenses can go either way all the time. Yeah, of course. Alexander Mattinson, I think, is the overall bum of the week. I think the, I think like the fantasy stud of the week is if you're going based off of value is probably Raheem Mostert, who sat on my bench. Um, because I won't trade him to Kendall. My well, fantasy. Done, I, think you, I think you should visit the idea I sent you the other day about that. Just trade him around the league. We just trade him around. Hey, listen, you know, I, I, I have a him. I had Gabriel Davis with 21 points on my bench. I had Kyron Williams with 28 points on my bench, and I had Rashad White with 21 points on my bench. Yeah. I, I, the guy that I faced... Uh, the guy that I faced in uh, Christian Kowski's league, he, he's got to be really, 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 just really upset. Why would happen? Uh, he lost by 0. .3 points, and he had Raheem Mostert and Daniel Jones on his bench. <laughs> it's a bummer. Yep. 
But a win's a win. I'll take it. That's right. Uh, I think my bum is Trevor Lawrence. Do you have Trevor Lawrence? I do. Oh, I might have to trade you Raheem Moster for Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> you don't say. Um, and then, uh, even though you guys, you know, unfortunately lost any anything positive from your or, or not really. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, I'm on Ross St. Brown was solid again. Um. Mahomes, I got to say, Mahomes is a frustrating fantasy quarterback. And it's some only because... Weeks, he'll get you, like, 50 points. Some weeks, he'll get you 20. No, it's not even that. Because any quarterback's kind of up and down. It's He's going to score all of his points in the second half. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> as you're watching, like, kind of following, you're like, what the fuck's this guy doing? You know, he has four points at halftime, and then he finishes with 30. And you're like, oh. But... <laughs> Other than that, you know, he's, you know, he's fine. It's just, you just got to know kind of going into that, that uh, early is going to be rough. Hey, does anybody want to makers? Oh, no. <laughs> so listen to this. So my older brother, now my mom's boyfriend set up literally like a six team league just because he wanted to do fan it and like keep it, whatever. So every team is pretty loaded, yeah. like out of control loaded. And my older brother, who doesn't watch much football, but like will kind of play around with fantasy and, and, and he's not terrible at it. But like I'm sitting at his house yesterday and I'm like, we're talking about Cam Akers. And he's like, yeah, he didn't do shit today. I was like, well, he didn't play today. <laughs> I was like, and this is a six. Why is he on your team? <laughs> like, <laughs> He's like, what do you mean? I was like, he shouldn't be rostered. Like, it's okay if he's not. not to get cut. They'll tr- someone will trade for him. Might be, be the Giants. The Giants. <laughs> oh, that's funny. If I had my way, Kareem Hunt is a Giant before, like, midnight. <laughs> He'll be a Brown again before midnight. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, I tell you what, though. The Saquon, the Saquon and the uh, Nick Chubb and the J.K. Dobbins thing, I mean, you're, 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 really, you're really counting your blessings if you're Leonard Fournette's agent, huh? <laughs> um, we well, figure Eckler, Eckler's down. Aaron Jones is hurt. Like, yeah, but Aaron Jones will be back next week. Yeah, yeah. I think Aaron Jones's thing was just more like they just wanted to be. They wanted to make sure that there were. So far, these uh, running backs are not doing so well. For be like, hey, pay us. <laughs> Man, have one more of these fucking wisps. You're never going to find it. Oh, dude, I've been searching the Cornet Highlands for fucking three weeks. Oh, is that where it is? Well, I have one more in this area. Hmm. Did you try turning around? Mm. How pissed would you be if you turned around and it was right there? The funny funny part thing is, like, I looked up, you know, they have, like, the maps online that tell you the location. Fly to them, not there. So I've just kind of been circling around. For hours. Nice. This is like the third show of me trying to figure this place out. All right, and I turn around. There it is. Not that. Because <sighs> that would have been pretty funny. <laughs> that, was, that was a pretty incredible catch. Which one? Steelers or Saints? Saints. Yeah. 
He's pretty he's good. Pretty good. Yeah. It's amazing that, that Olav. Yeah, it's amazing that he's as good as he, he played with Justin Fields for so long. Um. So I got something we could talk about. Shoot. And it's pretty apt because it's about how replaceable running backs are. Yep. Oh wait, mess. Justin Fields was one of them. Dude. Yes, Kendall. I w- wanted to hear the the reason for the 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 games. Oh yeah, does anybody know the reason why there's two games on tonight? No. Fun fact. Massey wouldn't the... let me talk about it before. You asked the question. I said we'll talk about it later. <laughs> uh, it's because of the writer's strike. Really? TV. ABC has no new content to really roll out. So like, we're a subsidiary. Give us a game to put on. Really? Yep. So instead of having like uh, a West Coast game and an East Coast game, like we need to fill the primetime spot. So give us just something. I'm surprised. But... I'm surprised that ESPN though didn't give them Panther Saints and took Browns Steelers. From... It's the same thing. No, I know, but like I, I know it is. But at the end of the day, though, like when they're going through, like like when Disney's going through, like where money needs to go. Like they're they're gonna look at it and they're you know they'd rather have to see the better football rating on the steel on the fucking was, especially because was ABC there already still... two games scheduled for tonight? Yeah. What's well, like a while, a regardless? While a while ago, yes, but nailing the writer the writer strike's been going on for a while. Yeah, it's been going on since like March. But it's so interesting because it used to be, week one always was the the doubleheader for Monday night. And for this to be the reason for the swap, and well, this is the this is the time during the year where shows usually start cycling and swapping. There's no new shows to put out because they haven't been able to film anything in six months. Well, didn't they get rid of the doubleheader on week one just because of ratings? Because it was like like the East Coast wasn't staying up to watch the game. No, maybe they did, and I'm just not remembering. Because the doubleheader on Monday thing for week one was always terrible. It because was... it. it it's like, like I get it. America loves football, and they want more football. Like I told them, but you're starting your Monday night game at seven thirty instead of eight thirty, and then and then football's not over until one thirty in the morning. Right. Speaking of which, did anybody else stay up to watch the Colorado Cowboys State game? No, I have zero no. interest in Deion Sanders. I don't either, but it was an interesting game. I, I just I, I don't care. It's just it's like. Like if if the NCAA wants to make Deion Sanders out to be this either superhero or supervillain, then fucking give give him give him a, a real school to coach. Like I don't give a fuck about Colorado. You know it's funny though, and I do like Deion Sanders as a person, but I I enjoy a guy who basically you don't even know him. What's that? You don't even know him. Well, just as a personality, but uh, I keep knowing. I enjoy a guy who basically he's jawed his entire career as a player and commentator. And now that he's a coach in college, he's like, you know, I demand respect. And, you know, people are coming after me. Like, like, you can't have it both ways. And I'm sure to a certain degree it's for, you know, to just, like, make noise and get attention. But it's just, it's so ridiculous. This sounds not good. I mean, he's good, but he's not going to be in that football quarterback one day. Be a Bears NFL quarterback. <laughs> Might be. Will be. Um if I'm the Bears, right? If the Panthers end up like let's just say the Panthers end up sucking and having like 
the fourth overall pick, and the Bears also have a top five overall pick. If I'm the Bears, I draft two quarterbacks next year. Just draft two. Just fucking Yola. put the odds in your favor. Put the odds be over in your favor. Um, but yeah, that's the reason why there's two Monday night games tonight. Um, Interesting. Let's talk about running backs being replaceable. So, we had a discussion on the show a while back about receiver position being pretty replaceable. So, when... Where did I hear this? Um, Oh, somebody was talking about, uh, like, cheap quarterback contracts, and that's the time to go all in. I was thinking about it. It's like, well, cheap quarterback contracts aren't the only thing to ever really like open up your window and I it got me thinking when's the last time a team that won the Super Bowl was paying a starting running back like near top of the talking like almost never top five top ten you want to know how far back I had to go and it wasn't even a top ten deal to find somebody that wasn't on a rookie deal or a one-year contract true 2013 with Baltimore Ravens. They had just paid Ray Rice the year before. Hmm. What about the Giants in 2012? Were they paying? Uh, no, because Tiki had gone by that part, right? Tiki was gone. They had the the three headed monster. They had Bradshaw. They Bradshaw, had Jacobs, and Ward. And were any of them on? Yeah, I, I really, I've always enjoyed the three-headed monster thing because if you're a Giants fan, it's really it's the two-headed monster and the guy you can't remember his name. <laughs> the, um, the crazy thing though is that all three were good. Yeah, but nobody knows who Ward is. Nobody remembers him. If you're not a Giants fan, nobody remembers him. DJ Ward? No. Um. Exactly. Wasn't DJ Ward? DJ. Ooh. Like it was a D name. It was Derek, wasn't it? Derek Ward. Uh, this is exactly what I mean. Because well, 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 he, like, he confused me there. This way, it could have worked out more perfect to his point. <laughs> um, were any of them on like well-paid deals? Um, not to my recollection. I don't think so. Then you have to go back and look at the Packers against the Steelers, who I'm pretty sure at that point had uh, uh, oh, maybe they didn't. No, wasn't the running back like that, wasn't his name like Gant or something? Or Grant? Uh, no, Brendan Jackson. I don't even know what that is. And James Starks. I remember James like, Starks. I remember him. Just looking back, it's hilarious just to look at, and I'm pretty sure none of these opponents had a well-paid running back at this point in time anyway. So that just fuels the notion, even going back super far, you don't pay running backs if they're cheaper and easier to replace. Yeah, but I mean, but it's all subjective on how the game is going because if you go back to the 80s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, no team with a high-paid quarterback or wide receiver won the Super Bowl. I mean, sure, but I'm talking like modern. But but that's what I'm saying, though. It's just it's, it's a cycle. Eventually, we'll get into a sure. cycle. So it's just it's like you know, like I, I get it. It's just the problem is is that we live in a world now where, you know, the the 
in the eighties, there wasn't fucking seven hundred million dollars per team to spend on players. There also and wasn't a salary cap at that point, though, was there? There wasn't a salary cap, but they also didn't have seven hundred million dollars to spend on players. Oh, sure. So they they paid loyal people that were willing to put their body on the line and play for a team. Now they don't care. Now there's no loyalty. There, there's there is there's maybe what five loyal NFL players. You can maybe name five. That's assuming the team stays loyal to them. That's what I mean. But the same, like five mutual loyal relationships. Maybe, maybe you could name five. I don't even think I could. I mean, there's some that you can speculate will be, but until they're around long enough, you can't say they are. You would have said Brady and Patriots forever. No, but I'm just saying, but like, not even, like, 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 you could assume, like, Mahomes and the Chiefs will probably be together forever. But again, you could have said the same for the Brady and the Patriots, and even that didn't end up working out. So I think that just further feels your point. I don't know. Because, well, I mean, the, there was there was always kind of tension in New England. The, exclusion, the only reason I'll exclude the Brady-Patriots thing from my point is that it was never about money. No, it's about proving he didn't need Belichick to win. No, it was about proving that he didn't want them drafting a rookie quarterback. That he wanted to, he he didn't want them drafting his replacement three years before he was ready to retire. You know, like ever since he ever since he got suspended and they saw what they had in the Garoppolo and the Jacoby Brissett thing, and they were like, "Oh, like you know, we could probably make a young quarterback work in the system and build our next dynasty." I think ever since then there was like the tension of like the and and he didn't want that, but like. From, it's all from, like from a money standpoint. It's all from a fucking money standpoint. I mean, there's never going to be another Larry Fitzgerald. No. I'd like it to be Cooper Cup, but I'm very scared that my team is going to trade him before he retires. And see, like those instances are are, are different. Like those those are like different because like if Cooper Cup gets traded, it's more than likely going to be because the Rams are going to blow it up. Yes. That's 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 like a little bit different in terms of like loyalty, but like I don't know. It's just like like there's just you don't see it anymore. It's just and like I said, you know, twenty years ago, you, you said ten years ago, yeah. Even still, they weren't. There wasn't the highest paid running back. Wasn't winning the Super Bowl, and that very well might be the case. But I mean, I'd also like to see the statistics for how many of the playoff teams had like where where were the highest paid running backs finishing? Where were those teams finishing in the in the Regular season. Right. We talked about it earlier. The Chargers were always making the playoffs. LaDainian Tomlinson was one of the highest paid running backs for the 2000s. Adrian Peterson and, you know, the Vikings, they, they were always doing, they always were decent. They were always around. And it's, you know, it's, I mean, look at every NFL team now. I mean, Look at the. I mean, how much are the Saints paying Derek Carr? A lot of money. It's and it's Derek Carr. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, fucking Mahomes is now making two hundred million dollars in four years. Yeah, I, I wanted to ask about that. I know they restructured. Like, did it open up any cap space? Yes, it's all guaranteed. Because, and it's all guaranteed now. Yes, and it got. It I saw pushed. that, but I didn't see like the cap like hit i didn't i didn't i didn't research it as much 
How much yeah, space did they open up? Uh, give me a second. I can tell you. Uh, I'm already on cap, so. The answer is it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not being funny. It's just the answer. It doesn't matter. The salary cap is. They, they should. They need to get. They need to get rid of it. It, it, it's a joke. Anytime you have a rule in place in an in in organization that is not that, that that doesn't need to be followed, why do you have the rule? It doesn't make sense. I created ten million dollars in cap space this year, uh, and we'll create a lot more next year. But it's just like like. But the the point is is so, like so the salary cap like it, it it's a rule. That I know. I was just I was just answering. For, no, I'm saying it's a rule that doesn't exist. So why do we even have it? What's the point? Like, what is the point of having the salary cap? The point of having the salary cap is what? So that teams that are owned by people who don't have a lot of money compared to those that do can't just poach all the good players. Okay. That's, that's so that's, that's cool. That makes a lot of sense. I love it. Okay. So what does Jerry Jones do instead? All right. Well, then I'll just take $45 million of Micah Parsons' contract and turn it into a signing bonus and give it to him out of my own personal bank account, and then it doesn't affect the team's salary cap anymore. So salary cap is not a thing. It's, no longer, it's not a thing. It doesn't exist. It's not real. Every, every team in the NFL has the ability to, to find ways around it. Some a lot easier than others, yes, but it's just not real. Yeah. It's like baseball. Like, why do they have a salary cap? It doesn't mean anything. It literally means nothing. You have teams like the Oakland A's who are owned by people who do not have billions of dollars and refuse to spend millions on players. And then you have the Mets who are like, yeah, I'll pay 3% interest on every dollar I go over up to $4 billion because who cares? Money is not a problem to me. I say what you do is you start just fucking... Get rid of the salary cap and just start getting Jeff Bezos to buy teams. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just dumb. I think I just heard Kyle Griffith's pants. Why? Because George Pickens just hit a six-year touchdown. Oh, I thought you were talking about uh, the Bezos comment. I was like, I don't know if he really likes him that much. <laughs> Big Bezos guy. It was really funny when, like, everybody thought Jeff Bezos was going to buy the Washington Commanders. Bought everything else in Washington. Well, but that's the funny thing, though, is, like, it, the the average, I would say more than the average, I would say probably 70% of, like, sports fans are completely uh, devoid of all knowledge of the how, what's happening in the rest of the world. Yeah. You know? Um, so... You know, Schneider was never, ever, ever going to sell the team to Jeff Bezos. It didn't matter how much money Jeff Bezos offered him. It was never going to happen because Schneider's big problem with Washington was that the Post constantly slandered him and Jeff Bezos owns the Post. <laughs> he wouldn't have done it just out of pettiness. Uh, kind of funny. But it would have never happened just for that reason. Just for that reason. For the straight pettiness because... Why? Because Schneider has billions of dollars. So what's the, what's the extra $17 billion from Bezos? He'd rather lose the $17 and, and make his point. Yeah. It's about power. When you have money, it's about power. It's just, so it doesn't matter. 
Uh, I tell you, it's been. I, I gotta. I really want to figure out how to turn off the sports switch in my brain for like a year. I need to like decompress and restart. I, sh- I saw this like thing. It was like, like Chicago. Like over the last week, it was like all these articles that have been written, and it was like, man, what a tough time to be a Chicago sports fan. And it was like highlighting all these articles, like. Seth Jones, defenseman for the Blackhawks, was voted the worst contract in, in the at last 15 years of the NHL. Uh, you know, the Bears are the worst team in the NFL. Uh, the, the White Sox have, like, the worst prospect staff or worst prospect farm in the MLB uh, with, like, some of the worst contracts given in the last, like, 10 years. It's just, it's, 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 it's so bad. Yeah, it's been a rough go. You know, I felt bad for the, because the White Sox were right there. No, they weren't. They were never right there. That's no, the thing. But they were. He's like they weren't. Ba- baseball when? has these windows, and they they were. When were they, they there? Were, we're talking now. When, when were they right there? Three Kendall? seasons. When they didn't win the division and lost in the first round of the playoffs as a wild card team. But that's just it, because baseball. That's not a window. The, yes, baseball. Baseball is very specific for this. There, there are these windows, and they're either a three season blurb or they're seven, eight, nine. It's like you, you, you but, get through, you know, you, you know, the pitching is no there. They, 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 they didn't, they, they made the playoffs at the last week of the season as a wild card team. Cause another team choked and then got swept in the wild card round of the playoffs and then didn't make the playoffs again. It's not a window. Yeah, they looked but, out a window. That's what they did. They looked out a window. <laughs> It was right there. They the had... window was never open. They, they, the window was never open. They, they had a window that was nailed shut in their apartment. <laughs> they paired up some seasons that were promising, and it just didn't, you know, didn't materialize. You know, the, the, the pitching dried up. It was, uh, who's the guy from Houston that they, they had signed? Uh, Dallas. Dallas Keuchel never really was the same guy ever again. Unfortunately, uh, what's his face there? Um, oh, my God. I can't remember the guy's name. They haven't put together any promising, any string of promise. They had one season where they had 93 wins, didn't win the division, and lost in the wild card. And then the next year they finished 500. There was no string. There was no stringing of, of anything ever together, ever. The White they, Sox, they, yes, they, they, they were, they were, they, there was enough there that they, like, they, they could have built on. And it just, you know, they got injured. You know, no, they just didn't, they don't have the talent. Okay. All right. Never mind. Um, I mean, what talent do they have? They have they had a, a on the wrong side of thirty a first baseman that couldn't hit for power. They had a mouthy shortstop who was exciting to watch with a leadoff bat, but was a liability in the defense at the most important defensive position in baseball. They have they've had no good pitching. They, they've had like Cease had a good year last year and then had an abysmal year this year. Giolito had a good year one year and a bad year the next year. They've, they've had one good pitcher every year for the past six years and four bad ones. Their bullpen's been trash. The only bright spot, I mean, all their prospects that were supposed to be the next big things were terrible. Kopich, awful. Moncada, awful. So they botched the sale trade who got the, the, a World Series out of it. They brought, they trade they got Eloy Jimenez. He's been dog shit and hurt and and hasn't done a single thing. Luis Robert 
hasn't lived up to the hype. I mean, the, the best player on their team for the past two years has been a guy that no one even knew his name. It still doesn't know his name. And it's Andrew Vaughn. Nobody even knows who that is. He's the Derek Ward of that team. It's, it's, they, they, they didn't, they had a window. They, so back from, from 2021 to 2022 in the 2022 year, they, they were hurt. So they, they were, they did, they had 500 baseball. You were right. They went 81 and 81, but they were second place in that division. And I, I truly believe if they didn't, you know, have the injuries that they suffered, you know, that, that team was poised to, you know, put up, you know, at least 90 wins again. And the injuries, are part, of, the injuries are part of every sport. Right. So but the, I mean, the, that, the, but that was not the overcome. case in, for, for them in 2021. They didn't suffer the same, you know, ailments that they did in 2022. The team was essentially the same. And after that year, that's when things, as far as performance, kind of went bad. I can't, I can't so blame. 20, so in 2021, with perfect health, they were able to finish second in the division and lose in the wild card. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But that's the, but so there's no window there. But yeah, they, they made, but think of all the, 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 especially in baseball, all the teams that year in and year out that they, they make adjustments, or whatever, and they don't do anything. Years and years and go by. This is a team that struggled for a while. They made the the playoffs, and they 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 built on it. They were they were poised to make the stretch, and then that the following year, and we're forgetting too that prior to their ninety three win year was the COVID season. And unfortunately, that was kind of like it's kind of a loss across the board. You know, just that was a weird year for sports, and like there's really not a lot to build on. 2021 was is is le- it's not a window it's more of an outlier season. They had one good season, not not a stretch of three seasons where something could have happened. But I, I disagree. I think they that was if they didn't you know have that you know 2022 season that was what it was, you know that 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 was the derailing factor. Like. That 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 team, I don't think was just a a, a one hit wonder. I I mean, I've made arguments. I I've made it arguments was. that for the like, the, the the Mets several times that like the definition of a one hit wonder. They had one season where they looked better than usual, and then they fell right back into being an eighty win team. And then this year, they're not even going to get to eighty wins. They're barely going to. They're they're probably not. They're probably going to lose a hundred games. I would say that that team was was better than than what you're giving them credit for, and it's just it was just it was unfortunate. But it, but it's it's over now. That that's why I say it, it's a winner. There's these teams that, for whatever your definition may be, like that that but was. What, what am I not giving them credit for? That's the question. Like you're saying, I'm not giving them credit. I am giving them credit for finishing second place in the worst division in baseball, and and losing in the wild card round. That was their window that you're calling it. Is is that that? So it was one year. It doesn't matter if they got hurt the next year. Teams every year suffer through injuries, and and do, the Astros have been hurt, and they keep finding ways to win. The Yankees are constantly banged up, and with the exception of this year, find a way to pull through it. The Yankees have been banged up for the past ten years. I mean, I would draw a comparison closer to the Yankees than I would the Astros. I think the White Sox roster was more obliterated than the Astros 
injury woes have been at any point. I think it, it was... Who of note has been hurt on the White Sox the past two years? What notable good player has been hurt on the White Sox? I believe for an extended period of time. I'm trying to remember from 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 pitching from your starting five. That None. was sucked. Dylan Cease two years ago sucked. Had a good year. Sucked this year. Lance Lynn has been average. Dallas Keuchel just sucked. Wasn't hurt. Ronaldo Lopez sucked. None of them were hurt. They, I mean, they missed starts here and there, but none of them were hurt for 20-game stretches. Jose Abreu, healthy. Tim Anderson, relatively healthy. This year he was kind of banged up, but relatively healthy. Suspended a lot because he's an idiot. Luis Robert and Eloy Jimenez were hurt, but they have proven themselves. They're not good. I mean, they have talent, but... Lots of players have talent. Doesn't mean that they're. I mean, look in the NFL. We see it every day. There's world class athletes. Ted Ginn. Ted Ginn is one of the fastest players in the world. One of the best best deep ball threats in the NFL. Just couldn't catch. It's. it's I, I don't think there was ever any window. I think that they just had one year where they were able to kind of put some stuff together to make some noise, and then it went away. They were never. There was never a window there for them to be a World Series champion. But I expect. Mean, but, that, but that's. But that's arbitrary because there's there's teams that are kind of middle of the road that win all the time across all sports. Like I I truly believe that that team was poised to make a make a run. I think you're in an island on all by yourself on that one. That you think the last three years was has been a window for them. Well, I mean, I, for, expectations, but, I think expectations going into the 2022 season were high and then were immediately shut down after three months because they weren't good. But for, I mean, they play in the worst division in baseball and but, they right. have the worst record every year. But, but for the exactly the point you're, you're saying, and, and, and there's nothing wrong with this, like that, that is a bad division. And, you know, like it's just how it is. You know, there's, you know, Certain divisions that are competitive at certain period of times, and right now the the AL Central is not one of them. So, like for them, you know, to to go on and have a, one good year, have the next year where you know you know there was all those expectations, and still you know finish second in a bad division, play five hundred ball, like that that still matters. Like, so then what's their window? Like, I, I don't understand what you think their window was. Their window was to be mediocre, and they were? No, I think their window was to be the AL Central champ moving forward, where, you know, to, to take over where, uh, like, the Royals were, you know, and for are you time. Con- are you in, uh, addressing expectations versus an actual window? No, I no, just think in, I, order to, I think in order for there to be an open no, no, window... No, Paul, I asked, I asked Ken. Oh. No, it was, I mean... in. In twofold, I, I think there there is a similar expectations in the window, and I think it, well, so there's not because a window is a portion in which the players are good enough to actually achieve this. But the they expectations were going. They were that but, that's but they were because they but then it. but you're using an arbitrary argument then, Kendall. You're saying they were good based on what you think they are. Statistically, they showed that they were not good enough. But I mean, they statistically went out and were not good enough. The, the, the pitching was terrible. The batting averages were low. The strikeout rates were high. The home runs weren't there. The RBIs were lackluster. 
the, everything was bad. Every statistical category was bad with all multiple entries of points to put it on from different players. I think in order for there to be a window, you actually have to achieve something. They didn't achieve anything. They finished second place in the division, their best year since 2005. I, I don't, they haven't achieved anything. I think in order to have a window open, there needs to be achievement of some sort. The, 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 the Miami Dolphins are a team that's on the cusp of having a window, but they got to get through the Bills to do it. The Bills window is closing, the Dolphins is opening, but it's not open yet until they do something. I don't think the White Sox ever had an open window because they never achieved anything. There was potential and, and, and there was expectations for them to do it, but there was never actually any results for there yes, to be an open there's, window. There's a difference between expectations and a window. Expectations and what? A window. Yeah, I just I think I think I think for there to be a window, there has to be results to back it up. Then I'm not saying they had to go to the World Series for there to be an open window, but they had to. I mean, they. How do you know about like results? If you have the production that shows you're able to get there, like if they won, um, and got enough to get into the wild card, while they had like two pieces out. And then lost in the wild card because those pieces were still hurt and injured. I'd say that's like the potential to get there for a window, very much like the Dolphins right now. The potential is there for there to be like a a window, but if the pieces never fall together, it's never actually. A I could agree with that. I will let it go. I just want to say one last thing before we move on. In 2022, um, the White Sox did have 2,500 players accumulating 1,405 days and spending $33,626,401 on injured players, which puts them on a list 10th behind the Red Sox, which I think they're accumulating for Chris Sale's injury, which was extensive. The Nationals, which was occurring, uh, accruing for um, Steven Strasburg's injury, which was for a very long time. Um, they were in the and, middle of the pack in terms of injuries. But the thing is, according to this list, it's it's – it's accumulating cumulative list, but there's players that were on this list here that were gone for like two seasons. So it's obscuring the numbers a little bit. So I can't, I can't exactly, you know, get the figures I'm looking for, but I, I, I'll let it go. I'm just saying that in my opinion, the white Sox were not that far, you know, off from doing something special and being right there. Eckler apparently doesn't have a timetable from return from injury. Yeah, real cool. Dora, you can play his backup and he'll get you three points. <laughs> All right. And both of these games are awful. Yep, pretty bad.
both these games are pretty fucking awful. <laughs> Nothing like a good Monday night football product. <laughs> I mean, I can't tell if this, like, I, I just, I can't tell if like the Steelers turned it around or if the Browns are just underwhelming. And I'm just trying to figure out why the Saints offense is bad. But just, I don't understand why the Saints offense isn't good. Why do you expect it to be good? Because there's a lot of good talent. They always have a middle-of-the-pack offensive line, which, I mean, you know, isn't going to win you a Super Bowl most of the time, but it keeps you in games and explosive. I mean, Jamal Williams is, is a comparable running back. They have the other kid there, that rookie Jones or whatever the hell his name is, that yeah. has been playing well. Michael Thomas is healthy, and when he's on the field, is going to at least demand a solid one-on-one attention just from his sheer athletic ability. Because here's the thing. A lot of people like to always overlook these things when it comes to injuries with wide receivers, like like the, like, you know, and, and like, like the Michael Thomas. Um, Michael Thomas might have been hurt a lot, but that also means that he doesn't have a lot of wear and tear on his body. Yes. And he's, you know, I mean, is he putting up 100-yard Knights, no, not yet. Maybe he will. Who knows? But, I mean, he's catching six, seven balls a game for 50, 60 yards. I mean, I think every team would pay a lot of money to have a receiver that can give you that every game. How old yeah. is he now? He's got to be 28. You know, Olave's been good. That Carr likes, Carr has a pretty good connection with that. Oh, he's 30. Carr has a pretty good connection with that Jawan Johnson, the tight end. I mean, he's a comparable tight end, you know, as far as tight ends go. You know, I would say he's right in the middle of the pack, and that's that's a skewed list because of Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews and whatever. I don't know, it's just like the offensive unit as a whole is just like it's above average in pretty much every statistical category, but they just perform under average. Dang it. Do you think Williams was a bad signing for them for what they try to do? No, no, no. I think the Saints are going. To, I think the Saints are going to continue to be first offensively until they just let one quarterback play the game. It'll be different too when Kamara comes back. It's just, it's just. I'll never. I mean, I'm not comparing Derek Carr to Drew Brees at all, but regardless if it's Drew Brees or Derek Carr, to have 8 to 15 snaps a game where you're taking your starting quarterback out for a gadget player that they know is going to run the ball, you're just putting, you're killing the momentum of your offense. And they just do it all the time. When Brees was there, the last couple of years that Brees was there, I watched games where Brees would go out and have four straight completions for 10 to 15 yards and then put in Taysom Hill for a two-yard run. Yeah. It, it's just so dumb. It, it's a Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill is just. I, I don't get why they're so fucking obsessed with keeping him and using him. Yeah. Like if just fucking make him a tight end, make him a tight end and make him out there, and then you can run the gadget plays. At least your quarterback's out there and it's a threat. I guess I would feel differently if they put him out there and it was fifty-fifty. He's either gonna run or pass, but it's not even that. I mean, maybe there was a hot minute where there was a situation, but I guess they proved, or he proved rather, that he wasn't an effective passer, so let's not do that. So it made him one-dimensional right out of the gate. If I, if I were the Saints, I'd be putting him, I would have him line up in the slot 
and I would have every time he's on the field, if you want to use him every so often, I would have him run some sort of a reverse type route because then then the defense has to make a decision. Are we going to think he's getting the ball or not? But it, it, when, he, when, he's, when he's playing quarterback, it just doesn't make any sense. It's stupid. Yeah. Well, I just don't understand why. Like, if you're going to do this with Taysom Hill, like, just. Like, like there, like Taysom Hill, like, and like Taysom Hill was just in the game and it was Derek Carr never looked anywhere but at Taysom Hill because it just, if Taysom Hill's on the field, it's got to, he's got to be involved. And it's, it's like, doesn't make any sense. They just ruin their offense with him. Yeah. Stupid. All right. I blame you, Mass. That's all right. I deserve it. Blame UMass Amherst. So Massachusetts college joke for people keeping score at home. Love is pretty good. Yeah. Mark, you catch that wisp yet? Still looking for the last one. Do you only look for it when we're doing the show? Yep. You should start bringing your switch places. Yeah. Wouldn't be as fun then. I guess. I guess that's fair. It's a good point. I didn't consider that. I think the other thing that baffles me too, though, is that the Taysom Hill thing keeps happening because it's working and because defense is like let it. I understand it. Yeah. Taysom Hill's on the field. I guess we should probably not defend him. (laughs) Taysom Hill's catching the snap, and he's going to fake a handoff to the running back. Like, okay, I'm still going to overcommit to Taysom Hill's side, and I'll trust my corners to stop the running back. I'll wait. I just don't get it. I don't get it. That's supposed to. So I guess we shouldn't get you a Taysom Hill jersey for Christmas? Yeah. You can. I'm just going to tell everybody it's a Tyree Kill custom jersey. <laughs> that would be a pretty funny thing to do. Dude, sweet Taysom Hill. No, 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 no. Custom. Yeah, Olave is really good. Yeah. He's so pretty good. I think the best part, you could be like, are you a fan of Tiger Kill? Eh, kinda. Are you a Saints fan? Eh, not really. Forgot the jersey. It's a gift. It's been sitting in my closet for 10 years. I think the best thing about the Derek Carr situation is watching Jameis Winston still be hyped up on the sideline. Pretty sure they're going to trade for him. Oh. They being the Jets. You think so? Yeah. It would make sense. That would be funny. All right, gents, well, let's do some quick beer reviews and such. Uh, Mock, how was your Budweiser? It's very serviceable. Nice. Kendall, your bush? Very serviceable. Nice. Nice, your water? Sucked. <laughs> how was the alcohol content? I'm just kidding. Um... 
Uh, I'm not going to really. Uh, I'm not going to give an, an in-depth wine review here. Uh, it's just it's a really good Italian red. Um, like it's it's kind of overhyped just because it's a namesake, but it's, uh, it's still pretty good. Antonori Tiganello. Interesting name. Yeah, well, you know those those Italians, man. They put G and they put a G in lasagna. They know what they're doing. They do. (laughs) Tiganello has an N after the G. It's actually T I N G N A E L L O N O. Real G still in silence like lasagna. Weezy F and baby. I get your reference. Uh, Mark, where can they find us? Find us on Facebook at Getting Sports with Drunk, Twitter, and Instagram at GSWD underscore four. Make sure you use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses. Whether it's constantly watching a fake tight end make plays on offense or, you know, not having a running back from fantasy after week two. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Thank you for listening to another episode of GSWD. We'll be back next week with, I don't know what. That's something. Massey will know. Yeah. Massey knows all things. Massey's the keeper of our hourglass. I like that. That broke like three weeks ago. Son of a bitch, Mass. I explained so much. So much. Give the guy a hypothetical hourglass, he goes and breaks it. Well, that's all right. What are you going to do? Until next time, I'm your hostess, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mark. We're waveable safe. The Masters Massey. And the Red of a Red Baron. Yeah.